Hey, if you want to learn how to become an independent filmmaker or a filmmaker in general, uh, I've got a book which I wrote uh, with a buddy of mine. Uh, it's called uh, Zan Azli and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking. You can actually buy it off of uh, here. I'm going to put the link down here at my, my website, fatbidin.com. It's only a couple of ringgit uh, and it's really good because it has many many different chapters the process of filmmaking and each chapter I interview uh, a Malaysian filmmaker who gives advice and tips of uh, yeah from their experience so yeah yay link is down here yay oh are you ladies uh? yeah Okay, you are watching and listening <laughs> to the Fat Bidin Film Club and I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm sure you saw it. And as usual, every week we watch a local movie and we uh, review it. And this week, uh, still under MCO. Yes. Still cannot go out. Cinema still closed until end of April. Uh, but... Yeah. Is it under April? Yeah. Or longer even? Uh, no, they okay, said anyway. until 31st April. So, uh, 30th April, 31st. Really? Uh, this so week, we are going we're watching to watch a documentary. A documentary. Online, by friend. Uh, yeah, by Nick Jasmine Hugh. Yes. Uh, somebody that I respect very much, scriptwriter to Sohor. Uh, so she made a documentary about would, COVID nineteen. Yes, it's called it's called Dari, Dari Malang ke Quarantine. So we're gonna watch it. Let's see. Okay, so we we have just watched the twenty-minute documentary by uh, Nick Jasmine Hugh, uh, Malang ke Quarantine, Dari Malang, Malang ke Quarantine. So it's not being, it's not that you are Malang, nasib Malang to be quarantined, but she was in Malang in Indonesia. Yes. When the quarantine, when the, the MCO or the, the lockdown was enforced in Malaysia, and then she went back on like the twenty-second of March, mm. right? So it's her documenting. You tell me what is the documentary about? You just did! Ah. Continue! There, so like that lah! Yeah. <laughs> no, so it's a very short 20 minute documentary documenting, documenting a, trip yeah, from Malang a trip back from Malang to uh, KL. KL Central, yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of voiceover. It's a one woman film. Are short. we talking about what, what we think about the film now already? No, I thought you wanted oh, me to say what oh, it okay, was oh, about. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Oh. Okay. No, good, good, good. I thought I you. I spent a lot of time in this review just being confused. Yeah, me too. What you want me to do? <laughs> Much like our marriage. Anyway. No, I know what I want you to do. Anyway. But then you always say you have to wait for the mood la, what la, what la. Yes, okay. the moon and the, the, moon stars, and the stars must be in the right yeah. place. Okay. Anyway, there's a lot of um, vo doc uh, documentaries. There's a lot of voiceover. And uh, it's shot on her phone. It's a one-woman production, which you must always respect. And um, she speaks to many different people about their experience in this quarantine, many different stakeholders. And um, there's even a small contrast between like the people in Malang, how they react to the news of COVID-19 versus um, when she returns lah, to, yeah. to KL. But we do have to remember also this was like a month ago. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. three weeks ago, yeah. more or less. A month ago, even yeah. I wouldn't have taken it to yeah. associate. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that's what it's about. Okay, so what do we think of the film? It's uh, short. <laughs> I yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Number number one, right? Uh, uh, 
Nick Jasmine has always been uh, very supportive of my work. So now you must be nice. No, yeah. nice things. <laughs> yeah, right, so right, this right, is not right, an right. honest review at all. No, of course. No, I'll always be honest because she's honest with the work that she sees that I do. Right? She's like, oh, <laughs> dance work is never pro never rough, never slick, never what, always rough, very raw. But she always says that she admires the fact that, you know, it's done. You know? So what are you gonna say? And, and, and that, that's what I also feel about filmmakers also. You just gotta do it. Don't give excuses, you know. Um, I like to make films where it's fast, it's easy, there's no barriers of entry, you know? Like 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 I don't want to have like oh, I don't have equipment, cannot shoot or whatever. So, right, I think she kept to that spirit and she shot it. On, on ad her hoc. phone. Yeah, on her phone, ad hoc. She was going back and I was like, hey, this is a chance to tell a story. And she told the story, which I've always admired. She's a scriptwriter that I totally respect. Mm. Right? The, the scripts that she's written, the projects she's done, she's a great scriptwriter. I got a chance to work with her once mm. on M for Malaysia. Yes. Right? Yeah, and I, wow, you know, scriptwriter to Sohor. Right? But, 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 with that being said, right? Stop pointing your finger at Nick Jasmine Hill. <laughs> no, I'm pointing at the viewers. Rude. Right? I'm pointing at viewers. Don't be rude to her. Uh, no, of course yes, not. Of but, course but, not. but, but, so but, I'm, but. No, it's great that she told the story, <laughs> right? Uh, it's very rough, mm. it's very raw, because it's told on the handphone, yeah. audio was horrible. Oh. Yeah. Cannot hear. So there were some parts where she put subtitles. It would have been great. helpful if it was great. fully subtitled. Yeah, maybe fully subtitled. Yeah. But still it was okay, you know, it, it was, you, yeah. you still get the message, you still, you still hear the story. And I like the fact that she speaks, she saw things that we don't see as ordinary citizens, unless you're a journalist. Mm. You know, like I like the fact that she showed the emptiness of the airport. Mm. I have been wondering in my head how the airport looks like since the MCO. Because mm. flights are being cancelled and I saw it in this documentary and wow, it's totally empty. Mm. Empty, mm. you know. And I, we haven't seen any photos or videos from actual journalists and news organisations showing how empty it is. Like how this video showed it. Mm. It was real yeah. for me and I like that. Yeah. I also like the fact that she spoke to ordinary people. Mm. You know, the lady working the counter at the the ERL, yeah. uh, taxi drivers, yeah. you know, uh, migrant workers, migrant workers who in the food court. Yeah, who like wanted to open the the food court gerai and they say cannot, and then they like got a basket full of like raw, raw food, material, vegetables, material. which then they said their boss said bawa balik lah makan. You know, which was great. She talked to like fellow travelers who were coming home. Yeah. Right. Uh, two two scenes to me was very it touched me. Mm. Was when she spoke to the taxi drivers. Yeah. Um. So so when she was in the ERL train going back to KL Central, she spoke to this Malaysian who had came who had came back come back from uh, Tanzania. Tanzania. And then uh, so the guy was explaining like, yeah, I work in Tanzania, coming back, I want to be with my family, blah blah, and all that. Then she goes out of KL Central, she meets these taxi drivers and they're telling her like real stories about how it's a struggle now. They, whole day, two customers. Jarak dekat-dekat only, 40 ringgit. You know? And then out comes that same passenger that she had interviewed, the, the, you know, the one that came back from Tanzania in the train, looking for a taxi driver, connected with the taxi driver and there, got a penumpang. And there was a, there was a great scene. Yeah. And there was a great scene, yeah. you know? Yeah, I love that scene. And then she spoke to this guy from Sarawak. Hmm. Who had only come to KL two months before the MCO yeah, for work. work, and she he was given like a hostel by the employers and all that. Yeah. And then the MCO happens, hostel get gets quarantined. There are too many people there, so some had to leave. He he and his friend left, and they got a hotel, but they've got no more money, and they are owing money to the hotel management. Now, I mean the hotel letting them stay, but 
on that lah. Mm. You know, and and yeah, these are stories that I I felt like touched. So real. Real. It was real, right? Yeah. So I I like that. Yeah. I think it's a very important documentary, and I think that she's telling a very important story, because uh, while the MCO is happening, the biggest thing I feel is that a lot of people are obviously confined to within your own not just your own like physical environment but also your own mindset lah if you are slightly if you are slightly upper class then you're quarantined in like a big house you've got a pool uh you know you've got access to food panda and and you know finances are not an issue then you're just bored i don't want to say that we're rich we're not, but, but, but we're comfortable. But I so appreciate this small garden right now. Yeah, this we're very... weeks that we I have this small garden. Oh we are quite comfortable. We can order food panda. I could go crazy and I would like punch in the face. Uh, <laughs> you've come close. <laughs> anyway, so you've got... Yeah, then you've got like people like us and, and you know, we've also... Yeah, sure, we've also got our monetary concerns. Oh, and everything, very worried about work. Very worried about the uh, economy. So I feel like yeah. this documentary represents... Uh, speaks for a lot of the people who yeah. don't have access to like... Facebook to write long essays about how it's so difficult that they cannot go out to get materials to express their creativity or to go out to, you know, do things at home or, and you know, very first world problems lah, basically. And, but it's also uh, problems about money, you know. Yeah, Some of yeah. them are like so basic. I need to pay the rent for my taxi. Yeah, you so know? like yeah. these are real stories and the MCO has bigger impacts than just you being bored at home, you having yeah. to take care of your kids all the time, you having to, to to help your kids with online learning or you having to be bored, basically. Yeah. Trust me, I'm very worried so, about the economy and how yeah, we are going to move so, forward from this. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's really uh, connecting you to these kind of stories that are underrepresented and not to- and untold, really. So she managed to speak out for, I feel, a demographic that is not being able to speak out for themselves because they're too busy trying to survive. Yeah. And they're not really uh, succeeding. Lah. If this yeah. this was three weeks ago, then how is it going to... How are, how are the state of these taxi drivers now? You know, when you cannot move 10 km... More than a month already, than, right? Yeah, nobody's going out. So how are they surviving? And uh, there was a scene where the taxi driver said the fleet company has even said, well, yeah, it's an MCO, but we you don't care. You still you have to pay your daily You want to take the car, you still have to pay. You know, which is quite sad. Yeah, one. and uh, he even said, oh, they said, it's not my problem. What do you mean it's not your problem? The MCO is literally everybody's, everybody's problem. problem. So, you know, you cut everybody's slack yeah. and everybody gets cut slack. You have okay? to cut people's slack, you know. Yeah. There is no way people like taxi drivers can make a living in this economy unless they are doing yeah. like grab delivery. But even then, also so how? If, if the, the taxi drivers can't afford to pay the rent, hmm. they stop driving, you, as the company owner, also stops getting yeah. there. <laughs> you know? So it's like, it's a chain reaction, you know. Yeah lah, so mm. cut people some slack lah, you know. Um, there is no room to be cruel to anybody in this uh, current situation. And um, her film kind of reflected the yeah, importance of yeah. that, you know, for mm. corporations to learn to be lenient with their employees and, you know, we, things. Yeah we la. are wrecking our brain also how to make our company yeah. move forward, you know, so, after this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we are in a bed of roses yeah. or whatever so right it's now. A very, oh. It's a very simple documentary. Yeah. It's very simple. 
simply shot. It's a very simple story. It's just about her coming back, but yet it's so important, and it 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 gives a platform to so many different voices to speak to. And you have to really respect that she took the time to really speak to every single person that she met on every single yeah. juncture of that journey. And and that's the point. You see, uh, if I may add, right, when she speaks to these people and you hear these people talking, they are telling you actual. Uh, what happenings, yeah. you know? It's not yeah. sound bites in a news clip. Yeah. It's not quotes in a newspaper. It's actually yeah. they're, they're telling you a yeah. story and with full a, expression yeah, and, and all that. It's a full spectrum yeah. of real experiences, and that is really the strength of this documentary, lah. And it's uh, very humbling to watch actually because like I've been totally bitching about the fact that I have to do like online kindergarten because online kindergarten is. Because our younger very, daughter, very kindergarten has, yeah, has they organize oh like online classes every day. It is so challenging. But, but it's good for the now, kids. After I've watched the documentary, I'm like, you know what? I'll just like shut up and do it because there are people who cannot afford to pay their taxi rent and have no place to live. Yeah, it's not not a nice situation that it's, we're in. Yeah, and it's I, I hope like, everything like we, ends quick, Yeah, la. we're getting so sucked up in our own experience of the MCO that we're forgetting about other people. Now, I'm not saying that you have to martyr yourself and like, oh my god, then what are we going to do about all these people or everything, right? But yeah. it's also good to keep in mind that while you think you have it bad, other people have it so much worse. That guy from Sarawak really like, I was, I'm really worried for him. Yeah, like, because it's been three weeks. Where is he saw, now? Saw him sitting at the side of the road and they're asking him, what are you doing now? Tengah cari tempat makan. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to tapau. Like, to tapau. Like, wow. Because Crazy. you know, he probably cannot afford to tapau from like the big places, and then the more affordable places are probably closed. Yeah. And then now with this eight to eight, because when she shot it, there was no eight to eight. You see, she shot it about nine something at night. Uh, now with the eight to eight, it's probably even worse, lah. Right. So. Yeah. Thank you, Nick Jasmine, for making this really. <laughs> Impactful well, documentary. Uh, now I'm gonna be nitpicky because Nick just mean I have to be nitpicky. Look, no, you've always been honest with me. I'm gonna be honest too. Great documentary. We've spoken about how we, everybody, everybody goes <laughs> watch, watch this documentary. But you know, the voiceover thing, lah. Did he? Uh, uh, but like, that's because but you don't is, like voiceover. This, yeah, this is a, a preference. preference. This is a personal preference. Yeah. Okay. Like for me, uh, when, when I, I I like to. Show things. Your face. Uh, no, no, not necessarily me, my face. If I'm shooting myself, but even if I shoot people, right? I would rather have people talking in front of the camera with movement rather than hear a voice of God narration. Just a personal preference. I know that many. But types he also of documentaries likes to show his face. I do, I do. If I if I shoot with like, me, like, you have to character. listen to his voice, right? You gotta see his face also while he's talking. If I'm shooting a documentary with me as a character, which is most of your documentaries, most, most, ninety-eight percent. But the other two percent I've shot, I'm not in it, and you know, I still use people to yeah but that's just a personal <laughs> preference i'm not saying this documentary is not good oh yeah i'm okay with the voiceover yeah uh, you but are, only you are. because it's her and she's not like super pretentious or pretentious at all <laughs> but i think if the documentary was done by an incredibly pretentious person cannot, i would I have cannot, been la. super annoyed yeah because yeah personal preference i also don't really like voiceover yeah. docus but uh, with her, it was okay. I was I was okay with that. Um, yeah. But I really wished that was it was fully subtitled because I think that I really had to concentrate really hard to listen to some of the parts. Yeah. And I, if people were not paying attention, the, the documentary would lose its impact. And I think that would be a real shame, lah. Because it's a good story. Yeah, because it's such a good story. Good story so it should so, be yeah. like fully, fully like yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I like the fact that uh, staying subtitled. true to staying true to my punk 
punk spirit, punk DIY, punk rock spirit. <laughs> she's so Judy. Huh? She's, she's so Judy. So yeah, and everybody who worked in the film that helped her out were all her friends. Zali, you know, hey Zali. Uh, uh, Art Fazil, who's the musician from Singapore who, you know, she works with, she's friends with. And it's like, yeah. Wait, the part where, was it Linda picking you up at the Kia Central where yeah, she was like fully yeah, like, where, she like, over. <laughs> like, oh, like hazmat suit like that. <laughs> then she's like, don't come so close. That's <laughs> that was myself, funny, like. yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. she was sitting in the back of the car. And <laughs> she's just sitting in front. Okay, okay. So, okay, so watch this documentary. Watch this documentary. It's, it's available on. It's on YouTube. We, um, we will link it. We will here. link it. We will link it. Okay, so yeah, watch this documentary. We would say. Yeah. Yes, definitely watch this documentary. Yeah, you've got your Netflix and iFlix content to watch, and you've got indie yeah. stuff like yeah. things like this. Yeah. Yes, great. So stay safe. If you watch it, let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah, right? Tell us what else we can watch during this MCO. We've got another three weeks to go. Well, no, not three weeks. 16 days. Ish. On the day that we're recording now, lah. Mm. Right? You're watching it probably less days already, lah. Yeah, but 14 days. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, don't, don't like, like, subscribe. subscribe. Follow us on all our social media platforms. It's at Fatbidin. Or go to fatbidin.com to get everything. I'm assuming I'm... Wait, you're watching and listening to the Fatbidin Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Naim? Your that person who I hope you know things that I want to be done in this marriage that you would do without waiting for like mood la moon. Shall you someone?